I got a big mouth. Came out. I talk from my heart. I'm real. You know what I'm saying? Whatever comes, comes. But my controversy probably. And it's not my fault. I'm trying to find my way in the world. You know, I'm trying to be somebody instead of just make money off everybody. You know what I'm saying? And so I, I go down paths that haven't been traveled before, and I usually mess up. But I learn. You know what I'm saying? I come back stronger. You know, I'm not talking ignorant. You know what I'm saying? So I obviously put thought into what I do. Your karma, everything that you do bad comes back to me. So anything that I'm doing that's bad, I'm going to have to suffer for it. But in my heart, I think what I'm doing is right. You know what I mean? And I think heaven is just when you sleep, you sleep with a good conscience. You don't have nightmares. Good hell is... What's going on, everyone? I'm so happy you decided to join me on this journey called Podcast Life. We will be discussing topics like celebrity gossip, life lesson, politics, and etc. This is a judge-free zone. Think of me as that homegirl that is so down to earth that you feel like you've been knowing for years. Remember, over here at the Boomerang Effect, the motto is never judge a book by its cover before opening it up and reading it and remember it's okay to agree to disagree just stand on what you're saying got it period please like comment share give feedback anything to help this podcast grow because it is a voice for the people so love peace and unity What's going on, you guys? It is your girl, Queen Queen, and this is Hot Topics. Let's jump right on into it. Alexander Burks of The X Factor uh, was told she looked too aggressive because of her baby hairs. Okay, uh, Miss Burke has opened up about some of the negative comments that followed her on her time on The X Factor. During her interview, the singer addressed the blunt disrespect on colorism she experienced, such as being asked to bleach her skin while she said she was told about the anti-blackness within the music industry uh, various times. Alexander Burke states, it's only really hit me when I got asked to bleach my skin at the X Factor by a certain person on the creative side who was working with me. Miss Burke first made this uh, video back in 2020 in her Instagram video. She alleged, I got told to bleach my skin and that was something I refused to do because it's just, uh, it's just absurd to me that somebody could even ask me to do that. Uh, okay, so basically this young lady was on the X Factor and she did a video last year stating that they wanted her to bleach her skin because they felt like she was too dark and uh, they felt like that the baby hairs that was on her head was a sign of an aggressive person. Now, I want to know, like, first of all, this is crazy because do I believe her? Is it something to believe? Yes, it is something to believe. I don't, I, I hate when people underestimate what goes on behind closed doors in the music industry. And when you go on some of these TV shows, especially, I want to say America Idol, I will never forget. I think it was uh, Kelly Clarkson and a lot of more other people, Fantasia and a lot of more other people that said that even with American Idol, the rules and stuff like that was so strict like they had strict rules because 
they put you on a pedestal. So therefore, it was so much stuff that disqualified a lot of people uh, that they could not do. And they were just saying like how basically once if they did win the whole uh, the whole TV show or whatever, how much stress and stuff like that, it was kind of like it was an out-of-body experience. Like you really did not get to enjoy yourself because they changed your hair color. They changed your looks. You know, they changed the way you act, the way you speak. And it's kind of like if you don't go with these procedures, then you're out the game off the rip and uh a lot of these artists lose themselves so the reason why i wanted to bring this into a perspective is because i really do want to let people know like when you're getting into something please stand for something or you will file for anything i understand some people and that's starting to make me think even when i used to look at top model and different type of stuff like that and then a lot of the uh a lot of people will turn down certain type of positions or roles and stuff like that because it's kind of like, yeah, I can do this for the money and, you know what I'm saying, get away with it. But then at the end of the day, I already know once I do this, then I could be put into a certain type of stereotyping box. So don't get me wrong. I don't want people to underestimate the fact of, okay, yeah, this is a big opportunity. This opportunity might not come again, but what is for you is what is for you. So please don't think that, you know, your blessing is going to come in the form of embarrassment, like to the point where it comes in, uh, comes in form of you disrespecting yourself, you lowering yourself, humiliation and stuff like that. So be mindful when a person sit up here and tell you that, hey, you look too aggressive or you need to change the way you talk and act and stuff like that. If it's not for the better, now don't get me wrong, because there's some people out there that really do need to change that perspective in their mind to better yourself but please let make sure that whatever it is it makes sense i can see someone saying like hey maybe you need to go back to school and take a class on this this and that before you get into that versus somebody sitting up telling you like uh do this and do that and they don't have no experience or it doesn't make sense so um yeah, definitely look into anything when it comes down to your goals or your, you know, if it's a life decision or whatever, because my dad used to tell me all the time, something that that you done in your early 20s or when you are a teenager can, uh, can affect you for the rest of your life or later on down the line. It's some people out there that still is not recovering from some stuff that they was told or they did to please others back when they was younger. So I'm glad this young lady took a stand and did not do that. And, you know, kind of just stick with her grounds and be like, well, hey, you know, if y'all feel like that baby hers and me lighting my uh, lighting my skin complexion will do me justice, I'm not for it. So, uh, yeah, just stand for something or you will file for anything. Okay, so Nick Cannon asks why people question him about having multiple baby mamas. And I think I talked about this on another podcast before about Nick Cannon having so many uh, kids with different women. And the thing was, is that now it's uh, it was kind of like, well, is it okay? Because Nick Cannon has a lot of baby mama, you know, a lot of money. Or is it not okay? Because now it's always going to be a couple of his kids that is left fatherless. So let's see what he was saying. Really? I'm stop I'm stop. Are you sure? Is it the beauty of fatherhood, man? When you really talk about like the, the essence of living in as a father too, man. I've learned so much just Absolutely. from my children, man. Mm -hmm. Like and it's so amazing. And I really just 
love being around my kids and just that youthful energy. It feels like you get to relive every time. All the time. I love that. And I think because, you know, I've been through so much in my life, you know, physically, mentally, and spiritually, like the the best place that I find is the time that I spend with my kids and the energy and to get as much of that as possible uh, to, to pass on, you know, all that I've lived into something else. That's why I do it, man. It's not, it's not the number of kids, though. I guess people question the different baby mothers. That's what Why it is. do people question that? I mean, because it, like, it's, that's a Eurocentric concept when you think about the, the ideas of, like, it's, you're supposed to have this one person for the rest of your life. And really, that's just a classified property when you think about it. I mean, like, when you go into that mindset, if we're really talking that talk, like, just the idea that a man should have one woman, we shouldn't have anything. I have no ownership over this person. Like, if we're really talking about how we coexist and how we populate, it's about what exchange can we create together. So... I've never really subscribed to that mentality. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I understand the institution of marriage and stuff, but if we go back to what that was about, that was the classified property. That was because one father gave another man his daughter for land. So when you really get to that concept, it's like, all right, well, we got to change all of this up because I don't want ownership over anybody. I don't have ownership of any of the uh, mothers or like we create families in that sense that we created a beautiful entity so i like i mean i, I get into it because i don't you know those are the concepts that a lot of people because we're so indoctrinated into it like mm -hmm. we have to have it this way i'm not you know i, I don't subscribe to it i actually think women are blessing us that those women like those okay so that's just some of it um uh, and you know he's trying to basically say like hey you know who says that who says that you just have to have one kid and one baby mama and this and that? Let me tell you something. I still think it's very disgusting. I don't care because the, the debate was, is it okay? Like, well, does it really matter if long as the man has enough money to financially support all these kids, he can have our many kids that he wants to? I mean, you know, that's not, a lot of people were trying to put that in debate. Like, well, hey, he has enough money. He can support these kids. So it's not like that he's out here not supporting them financially. But what people fail to realize is that once again, you're bringing a kid into this world and you're giving them a disadvantage when you won't even allow yourself to sit up here and make a family. I don't care what, like somebody had might have come in and made, I don't care how good of a person Nick Cannon is. He cannot be a full-time father for nine kids in different households with different women. You have different attitudes, different personality. Someone and a couple of your kids and the mother of your kids is going to be left behind. I'm not going to even put it all on Nick Cannon. It's just the simple fact is as a woman, Woman, you should really analyze that situation before you lay down with a man. Like if he already got six or seven kids and you turn around and you like, well, hey, let me add on to that. You already know you're making a sacrifice of being a single mother. And I just think that that's wrong because then the only time that you might explode or feel some type of way is when you're fed up and tired. But oh, don't forget, he got money. But what do that mean? Because a person, materialistic stuff, a person can lose at the drop of a dime. If you listen to a lot of these kids or even probably yourself and a couple of your friends, it's a lot of times that it wasn't even about the money when it came down to uh to their parents and them and being stable and financially stable. They had everything they want, but at the end of the day, they could not get something that was priceless, which is love, which is peace, which is like, you know, you seeing your parent come up to the school and spend time with you on your special events and stuff like that. Instead, I always saying, oh, I'm at work. I got to 
do this and do that. Or, you know, they cannot come because they stay out of town. Or it's like they're not going to make a way. And they feeling like, well, hey, you know, I'm going to give you a couple of a couple of hundred dollars. Or I'm going to give you something that you want so that should make up with it. And I'm telling you that at the end of the day, I just do not care about Nick Cannon having money and stuff like that. I'm looking at the fact of you have at least a couple of baby mamas and these kids one of your kids is going to lack maybe not even one but a couple of your kids in the process might lack and they will grow up with animosity and envy especially if they sit up in a seat that you went to one event and did not you don't think that way but at the end of the day you're saying i do feel like it's selfish for you to keep on creating kids with different you know mothers and stuff like that because you feel like at the end of the day you are a millionaire and it's okay because I can take care of my kids and me and their mother agreed to this and this, this and that. I feel like it's selfish on both ends. Especially when you sit up here dealing with an illness or sickness, you know, you're dealing with sickle cell and lupus and stuff like that. And then you have the audacity to keep, you know, making kids knowing that you are already dealing with health issues that you might not even be here in the long run so hey what are you guys opinion on that do you agree with nick cannon about having multiple you know baby mamas and baby dads because it's funny how people want to debate about that but let this would have been a woman it would have been she's a she's a trick she's a hoe she's a slut got a different nigga every day of the week oh but you still won't pay me no attention listening to it no just saying i'm just saying uh but yeah so uh next subject going into the different you know their subject let's get into dr J, 38 year old daughter is homeless and living out of her car i asked him for help and i haven't got a response back from his lawyer she said i have friends and family that would let us come back and forth but the majority of the time i'm living out of my car latanya which is his daughter also says she has uh, not seen her father in 18 years and have repeatedly asked him for financial help she does admit that dr dre has helped her in the past by paying her rent giving her an allowance but that ended in january 2020. the 55 year old rapper Father Latanya with his ex Lisa Johnson. They split when Latanya was five years old. I'm sorry, five years old. Latanya is a single mother of four, she says. My kids are staying with friends. They are not living in the car. It's just me. I'm taking odd jobs to make it now. I got paid 15 an hour as an uh, assembly worker. I'm trying to keep my head above water. I've been in debt for a while. Latanya said she now feels she will lose her rental car if she has been able to, uh, if she's not able to make payments. And then she goes on to let it be known that she still got rent and stuff like that. So the debate was: Is Dr. Dre wrong for not uh, supporting? his daughter and his daughter living in the car and knowing that he, uh, his grandkids that she has, he, she has four grand, you know, kids, which is his grandkids. And they're all is living to post to post. Now the debate was, is that wrong? Is he wrong or is he not? Now, when you look at this, she did admit that he did give her allowance and stuff like that. Me personally, and just in my opinion, first of all, just because a parent is a celebrity doesn't make it right 
for people to feel like no matter what, your parents should always be there and support you and stuff like that. Now, I'm a mother of three, so I'm not even going to prejudge because a lot of people say you don't know how you will be until you're put in that position. And I do believe that that is correct. Like, I can't sit up here and tell you like, hey, if my kids fall on hard time, no matter what, I'm going to, I'm not, uh, that I'm going to always be there or I'm not going to be there. I'll be lying to sit up here and tell you what I do. Uh, I personally feel like it probably be more to the story. I don't know if in the time period of your dad paying your rent, paying, you know, your car note, making sure you had an allowance. Allowance is you giving a grown person money to basically now somebody out of 10 do nothing. So especially it ain't no such thing as an allowance when you reach an adult, especially when you start having kids. So I can I can see it on both ends, really on more so of a Dr. Dre. And don't get me wrong, I'm a mother of three. But at the end of the day, I don't look for my mother or, you know what I'm saying, my dad to support me and my kids. Once I start popping them kids out, it's my responsibility and a person who helped me do you know what I'm saying live the responsibility you know what I'm saying like to to basically put me in that responsibility I don't never ask my mom and stuff like that for help unless I really need it and that's very rare because I feel like at the end of the day their job was to raise me I'm raised especially when I started giving life into other you know the other little creatures so uh I don't think Dr. Dre is wrong I would love to hear you guys opinion on that I personally don't feel like he's wrong for not sitting up here uh supporting his uh supporting his daughter we're only here on one side we don't know what did what triggered him to not want to support her at all because you gotta understand dr dre is worth billions billions of dollars so for your dad to really step away and not to even want to allow himself to even give you at least a thousand dollars a month knowing you have kids or something something could have triggered that so i would like to hear both sides before i make a judgment on that because if he's just not doing it because he just fed up and he just and she irritated him yeah that's wrong because at the end of the day you got to understand especially if she's trying and you know what I'm saying she just can't catch up and stuff like that but who's to say we don't know if she probably had a drug issue dr Drake could be feeling like hey i'll try to warn her or he's probably being because a lot of times especially by her having four kids we don't know if the father of the kids like you're gonna beg your dad for money and sit up here and make a spectacle of him and make it seem like, well, I'm Dr. Dre's daughter and he don't want to give me money, but you ain't ain't now one of the baby daddies. This is what kills me about society too. These women will sit up here and get on every government assistant in the world, but then you're too prideful to sit up here and ask your baby daddy for $2. I don't got to ask the man for nothing. I don't need this. I, I can raise my kids on their own, but then you expect your family you know, your mom, your dad, you know what I'm saying? People that sent your grandmother, your grandpa, your sister, your cousin to help you raise this child. But then, yeah, you want to sit up here and portray that the the baby daddy is a deadbeat and you won't ask him for nothing? Make it make sense. So what do you guys thought about that? Do you feel like no matter what, he's worth billions? He should always be there for his daughter no matter what and support her? Or do you feel like uh, it comes to times where you do have to cut the cord when it comes down to your kids or family members that is consistently using you for money and then they're not doing nothing to it because that that does make me think if your dad paid your rent if he sit up here and paid your car note if he sit up here and also gave you an allowance what did you do with the money 
What did you do with all of that? And he probably stopped doing that because not trying to become you got four kids. Where's the father of the child? So at the end of the day, you're living off of me and you're not even trying to do nothing to better yourself, even though I'm helping you and I don't have to. So yeah, make it make sense on that. So let me know what you guys think about that. Okay, women married men convicted of murder of her half brother. God put us together. This is what she says. Let's get into it. Yesterday, Crystal Strauss became Crystal Tejan. Marrying John Tejan at his Cleveland home. Marrying a man who was originally convicted in Cuyahoga County Court of killing her brother, Brian McGarry, back in 1987. I love him. Obviously, if I didn't love him, I would not be sitting here with him. After 32 years behind bars in June, Cuyahoga County Judge Dick Ambrose threw out Tejan's murder conviction and granted him a new trial. After Tejan's defense attorney submitted dozens of crime photos and police reports that weren't seen in the original trial. That's when Crystal wrote a letter to Tejan, who was still behind bars, offering her forgiveness and belief that he didn't kill her brother. And I wrote her a letter back and I said, you know what, I didn't do it. Take a look at this stuff. Tejan is still on house arrest as he awaits a new trial, hoping the court will allow him to get surgery he says he needs to save the sight in his left eye. From a legislative perspective, we need to do something with the parole board. Tejan's attorney, Kimberly Kendall Corral, says Ohio judicial reform is needed to speed up how quickly hearings are granted for those who are fighting to prove their innocence. We need to give defendants a full and fair opportunity to present evidence that wasn't available at the time of trial, whatever the reason was. Ohio Innocence Project Program Director Pierce Reed is hoping the state will adopt new rules of criminal procedure that would give a specific path in assisting with motions for a new trial. It would give a track that would really help, hopefully, uh, people with these innocence claims having a better opportunity to be heard. Meanwhile, John and Crystal realize the path for John's permanent freedom won't be easy. We'll get through this. It's going to be challenging. There's no doubt about it. Baby. <laughs> so, of course, they're Caucasian. No disrespect, but yeah, you know, uh, you know, it would have been a little bit more drama if they was, you know, Mocha Choker. You know what I'm saying? You know, it would have been a little bit more. Uh, Theatrics, if they was Mocha Choker. But uh, so what do you guys think about that? Would you marry a person that was convicted of murdering a family member? I mean, you know, uh, it's funny because I was looking at, well, it ain't funny at all. My bad. None of this is funny. But I was looking at the comments and stuff like that, and a lot of people was like speculating, like, hey, maybe she's doing it because she's going to get her leak back, like far as like she's going to get revenge on him. She's going to set him up, get him killed, and get the insurance money. Or they were saying like maybe they was in on it together. But that's just very weird weird for her to want to pursue a relationship with somebody that um yeah that she yeah i'm just sorry like it's just weird to set a relationship because my my it's something up with the story let's just keep it real it's no way i i and i hate to be like this but there's no way you're telling me that you are so-called madly in love just uh with a man that even was accused of murdering your brother, your half brother, whatever. I don't play about mine. You best to believe, you know what I'm saying? I do not play about mine. You 
trust and believe me if y'all ever was to know like i'm real close to my brother i only got one brother and we're real close together so at the end of the day you best to believe it's straight revenge if i was to do something like that it's straight revenge the setup is gonna be real and real live holy field so uh what do you guys think about that do you think that hey if he is innocent then you don't see a problem in it or do you feel like that no matter what it's off limit even if that was accused whether they're innocent or not you was even accused of being you know the person that murdered my loved one so i can't get jiggy with that at all okay and the last topic for today greg uh, from Atlanta housewife Nene Leakes' husband, Greg Leakes. I want to say his name was Leakes. Uh, I'm sorry if I did get that wrong. He had passed away, and anybody that knows, he's been dealing with cancer and stuff like that. And this is a very uh sad time. I really do. I see that he had got a, like a lot of love. He was a very I don't know. I can't. I I hate speaking on celebrities like we really know them. We only know them from TV shows and stuff like that. But this is a clip that i seen and i said to myself like oh i love you know like this this is was a good clip of him uh saying some things or whatever and wanted a reunion this is what he said nothing to do with that i'm a man's man i work on swag i don't work on women's business now i didn't like it obviously he's speaking to my wife but these are words my wife's a very strong woman. You pitch the ball, she's going to knock it out of the park. She ain't going to do a double or a single or a triple. She's going to hit a home run every time. All right. If she needs me, she knows who I am. Look over her right shoulder. I'm right there. I'm never far away. I don't have anything to do with it okay and that was just a little snippet of how craig was and how he presented himself and i'm not just to be honest with you a lot of people that honestly personally knew him they said the same thing too they just said that even the people that was into it with nene leaks they was just saying like one thing about him he was a very strong humble man that uh he never mistreated people you know like he honestly he just kind of like he see it and people like that you can never uh they leave a present like even in the midst of confusion they say something and people listen whether you like the person or you know you disagree with this person it was like when he said something he spoke value and even with that particular clip i think uh Andy was saying like how did he feel about somebody saying something to his wife and he was letting it be known baby this is like I'm a man's man my wife know no matter what I got her back right wrong and different you know what I'm saying you you throw something at her she know how to handle herself but if it is it's just words but if it ever get physical or you ever think that you know what I'm saying she lacking and she can't handle it she know to look behind me look behind her shoulder I'm right there and I just love that, that oral, that, that emotion or whatever, just because it's kind of like that says a lot in this day of time. Uh, it's it's not a lot of people that is like that, men and women, you know, like it's just people chasing clout and trying to look over. And I love the way he presented himself, even when he came down to his wife. He took her, Nene, you know, at the beginning, but once she became successful and more, you know, popular than him and stuff like that, he knew how to take her back to a back burner and also let it be known that hey i'm not intimidated and i love the fact of your growth and i want to see you succeed and so uh prayers out to the family and stuff like that his uh his kids he did he was able to live to see all his kids graduate and you know i think his youngest child was the one he had with nini 
and uh, he was definitely he he had already graduated. I want to say last year or the year before that. So he's all his kids was grown. So many blessings to. Um, needy links let's keep her in our prayers and the family and stuff like that well that wraps up today podcast i hope it was something that you enjoy please like share comment give me your feedback i really appreciate you guys thank you so very much Mwah.